Well, it finally happened. A TV network rating we've never seen before. Another legendary AM radio station signs off the air, sadly. Yep. Zippo. Keith spots an Uber Eats sign, which he got very excited about. And hang on to your wallets, here comes another media spec. Good morning, I'm Jackson Weaver, and the guy on the other side of the screen there, that's my cohort in Southern California, Mr. Keith Samuels. And for Thursday, July 29th, this is Media Insultant. Media Insultant, and we get together a couple of times a week to offer our opinions on all things media. Uh, we tend to lean a little bit toward radio and TV because of our backgrounds, but uh, nonetheless, we try to give everybody a little fair shake when we can. And Keith, a good example of that is a couple of weeks ago, Cumulus Media, the big radio station group or operator, bragged about a new deal to put video ads on top of Uber Eats vehicles. And now I understand you actually saw one of the ads. I saw the car whip by me with the sign, but I didn't. I couldn't turn around fast enough to see what the ad was, and it was gone. But I did see an Uber Eats delivery car with a sign on it. So that's one. I'm counting them up. That's, I'm keeping track. That's the takeaway. You know, at least there's one in L.A., yep, and yep. I hope it's working well for Cumulus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is for those advertisers, too. Yeah. Okay. So the TV network CW did something that nobody else has ever done before. To my knowledge, at any rate, they had a 0.0 rating with dead pixels in their season premiere this year. So the question is, I mean, it's it's terrible. It's a zero. The Republic of Sarah on CW, however, did a 0.1. And the winning TV show for that night was Bachelorette that got a 0.9. So... How much lower can you go? I mean, how does the television business justify, well, you know, you'll make up for it in the number of spots we run, even though nobody, absolutely nobody is watching. You know, we've, we, you, you and I are old enough to know what, what it used to be like in the old days when there were four networks and nobody had cable and you had to watch over the air and so forth. And shows would get 30 ratings. They'd get a 30, they'd get a, they'd get a 50 share. You know, they'd, they'd, they'd had massive audiences. You know, and I can hear the audience saying, okay, boomer, you know, whatever. But now the audience is so fragmented through not only, uh, you know, uh, over the air, uh, cable, SVOD, OTT, all this shit. You know, it's crazy. There's, there's, so the audiences now are micro audiences, micro, micro audiences. And, you know, the Bachelorette should have at least a two rating, maybe a three, you'd think. And that's only 3% of available viewers. Right. Okay. You know, that's. That's still tiny, but a point nine. If you're the sales guy going into the buyer buying team at Group M in New York, the network buying team going, the overnight show, I got a point nine. Oh my gosh! So what happens in television is that when you sell a television advertising to an ad agency, you're also selling the rating that you're predicting that show is going to get. Right? Hey, it's Bachelorette. Bachelorette. We're we're going to give it to you. We're guaranteeing. A 1.5. Oh, okay, in demo, right? And it comes back as a 0.9. The buyer's on the phone saying, hey, Keith, you owe me more spots because you've got to make up the ratings you didn't deliver in the show. So I need, 
I figured I probably need about five more right, spots right, right. to make up for that one. And by the way, I'm running again next week, so you're going to owe me five more after next week. So all you do as a network sales guy is to make goods. Try not to over, try not to overpromise the ratings, but you got to do that to get the buy. And then you got it, and all you're doing is running a ton of make goods for free. You know, it's just a, it's a miserable life. And I don't know how these I guys do it, it to them. Although this is why the networks are really pushing to use thousands of impressions rather than ratings because that also aligns a lot with the digital the cpm on on the digital side of things and the fact that the ratings are so low that a couple of hundred households here and a couple hundred households there doesn't make any difference in the rating but can make a difference cumulatively in how many thousands of households or in demo people you're reaching so and, and my final thought yeah my final thought is it's a good idea not to include the word dead in your show name because dead and dead last are just too close. I think you know you got to find another name for dead pixels. Yeah, well, we're, well, for now, for now it's, it's a, a dead, dead show. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter to anybody because no one's. So watching. some of our listeners and viewers will remember WIBC in Indianapolis, ten seventy. Well, that station is now WFNI, and they have they are as of August second going to sign it off apparently for good. And the reason you're seeing this at radio stations all over the country is that particularly when a station like WFNI has a big tower array, they've got a six-tower night array and a four-tower daytime array. So they needed something like 80 or 70 or 80 acres. This is not like your cell phone tower. This is not like you just put it up there and it's no big problem and you you don't need any land. You just need a place to put a pole. You know, these AM station arrays are you see them sometimes off the freeway you know you see like all these things lit up and you're right jackson so how much land do you need to put up six well in this case they needed over 70 acres so that 70 acres of course as indianapolis grew with which used to be out in the boonies now suddenly is really valuable property and so they just say you know the property is worth so much more than an am radio station and that's kind of sad. The uh, format uh, gets a 5.7, and I'm assuming most of it comes from two FM translators that MS has plugged in for the market. But it's just really sad to see something like a, a legendary radio station being signed off. But I do understand, because nobody's listening on AM. That's the sad part. It's just yeah. that part of the business is yeah. gone. Yeah, in, in, in the old days, okay, Boomer, in the old days, MS would sell the station, right? You know, for millions and millions of dollars, but that has no value anymore. And so now that the land is worth more than the radio station, so they'll sell that. Same thing happened here in Los Angeles. Cumulus sold the land underneath KBC's tower array, and sold it for two hundred and twenty some odd million dollars. And now it's a massive condo and apartment and shopping complex and everything else. And they move the AM. Now they're di- bi- biplexing or whatever. They bar- they're borrowing somebody else's antenna somewhere, and it's a crappy signal, and it's not working. But in any case, yes, they're not signing off the station, though, Jackson, right? They're keeping the station on the air. It's just on these two FM signals that are uh, okay enough to keep the uh, the sports format on the air. But we're losing one of those great, massive AM radio stations that you'll never hear again. Uh, at 1070 in Indianapolis, and it's and it's it's really kind of a sad sign of the times. Uh, MS is signing the station off. They have a year they can re-sign it. They oh. can put it back on, and they're not saying they're not going to. So the format the format exists on right. these FM stations. They sign off 
the AM temporarily, and they can bring yeah, it back. Yeah, they can, but there again, you know, we're, first of all, they're probably going to have to change pattern. They're probably going to have to come back to a smaller power setting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just, I don't see that it makes a lot of sense. They, of course, say they're exploring their options with this, and I'm sure they are. But at the end of the day, these big gun stations with these huge ten arrays, you mentioned KBC. There was WABC in New York that had exactly the same thing, and Cumulus sold that property off. WMAL in uh, Washington, D.C., they sold off that land mm-hmm. because the land now has become far more valuable than the radio stations. Sad sign of the times, but we move on. Yeah. Hey, uh, former CBS honcho Joe Ianello is launching a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company, and he's joining a long list of people who are doing that. Quick way to go public, and... He's targeting media investments, uh, TV, and tech. What do you think about this move? Um, Does the world need another SPAC? I guess that's my feeling. Apparently, (laughs) yes. Apparently, there's a lot of wealthy guys with a lot of money who want to form a SPAC. So, you know, it's kind of the SPAC thing. Well, let's do a SPAC, and we'll go buy stuff. You know, I could just see Joe. You know, here's Joe, who's now out of a job. You know, because Sherry Redstone is, you know, he took over for uh, Les Moonves when Les was forced out. And then, you know, and then Sherry took over. And then, you know, she's got all uh, her own new team uh, over Viacom CBS. And Joe was primarily a finance That's guy. That's my understanding. Mistaken, yeah. right? I mean, and, and so now Joe's on the beach, literally, probably in Nantucket, with hundreds of millions of dollars. He got a package. He's probably super wealthy. He's got tons of stock whatever, and he's sitting around with these guys at one of three restaurants in Nantucket. He's either at, at Crew out on the deck on the pier, he's out at Galley on the beach with, 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 you know, with Eric Schmidt from Google and his wife, or, and John, Car- John and Teresa Carrier hanging out, or he's down at Sconset on the, on the south side of the island, where at the next table over is Jeff Zucker from, from CNN and big money guys sitting over here. This is where all these guys hang out all summer long. And they're, they're sitting with guys with a lot of freaking money. I've been at those tables. I've had rosé till I'm, you know, like passing out with guys, you know, from Fisher Island and wherever else. And we've got hundreds of millions of dollars to invest. So these guys want back in to the high roller table, right? So how do they get back in to, to be a player again? And the easiest way to do it is a SPAC. And they'll find some cable network that's going out of business. They'll buy that. They'll find some tech company. They want to be playing at the table again and maybe find a unicorn. So who knows? But I've been in those discussions. I've seen these guys talk. I've seen these guys schmooze each other. I've seen them you know, play up to the guys with all the dough. And everybody all gets off on it. It's just this fun game that they all play. And they got to get it done before they shut down in August and all go right, back to New right, York. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really it's an interesting point. Uh, you know that there's in all likelihood much more ego chasing these deals and from what I've heard uh from my few friends and they are few but a couple in M&A is that any viable company has been knocked on the door knocked on at least a half a dozen times sometimes on a weekly basis by a SPAC who wants to merge their SPAC with that company. And he's looking for some TV stations. Well, you know, there just aren't any TV stations, really, that make a whole heck of a lot of sense. And those that are available, you know what happens to those? They get swapped. You know, I'll swap you Springfield, Illinois, yeah. for yeah. Nantucket. And, you know, they go back and forth. And, and he's going to have a real hard time creating one of any scale. I commented to you that uh, he could scoop up the remnants of QB. And you pointed out to me that that's already been taken by Roku, 
<laughs> that's right. Yeah. But but that's why I said remnants. I think I think there is. It's just fascinating watching this because there are literally hundreds of specs. Jeff Smullyan has a spec right yeah. now. Lou Dickey with Cumulus, yeah. who used to be run, used to own Cumulus, he started a spec, and it, it was a disaster, just a complete disaster. So. I think SPACs are the, certainly the financial yeah. institution or the financial tool of this this last couple of years. But, boy, most of them, I think, are going to end up being disasters. So it'll be interesting to see what Joe does. Well, yeah, it really will be. And, and, and there's this, there's all this. It's been going on for, for almost a decade now, this, this, this um, convergence of tech and entertainment, uh, the content side of the business and the tech side of the business. And you now you see all these subscription services and so forth. And I'm sure that Joe and his guys that are in this deal are all looking at ways to play kind of either either one side or both sides of that tech and content play. And there's a lot of money to, to throw around and, and, and get content and, and do some deals. So you know what? We'll follow that story, too. And I'm sure we'll be back here in a month or two going, hey, look what Joe got. <laughs> well, to paraphrase Brittany, Keith, whoops, we've done it again. <laughs> Sorry. I, I had to sneak a little edge in on Brittany with her current presence in the news media. We'll do media again next Tuesday and Thursday. More opinions on the media landscape from myself and Keith. Keith, where can our podcast be found? You can see us on uh, on YouTube. Everywhere under Media Insultant. Two words and no S on Insultant. It's just Media Insultant. And uh, also on Apple and, and iHeart and, and Audible and, and uh, wherever else, uh, you know, iOS, Android, wherever else you want to go f- uh, download your podcast, we are there. Uh, gosh, we're, we're, there's probably f- over 40 episodes up there now, maybe approaching 45 or so. And uh, we're coming up on our first anniversary soon, so watch for some excitement there. We appreciate you listening and watching. Sounds good, Keith. Thank you so much. Uh, good to, uh, as always, get on the air and talk about what's going on in the business. Until next Tuesday, you have a good week. You too, Jackson. Have a great weekend, buddy. We'll see you next week.